listeners, this was episode 150, and we just finished recording and didn't notice until now. Do we want to do... <clears throat> this can go at the beginning or the end of the episode. I don't care. But do we want to do any sort of commemoration for our 150th episode? I just felt like we should note it in some way. I mean, we also didn't notice that it was five years this year. What? 2017 to 2022? I thought we didn't start the podcast till 2018, though. We met in 2017. It might have been 2018. But no, it was 2017. No, it was 2018 because it was my last year of college. Maybe. Four years. Four years. Four more years. Four more <laughs> years. Four more years. Vote export. Vote export. Uh, thanks. Thank you for listening to us <clears throat> up for 150 episodes. No one's done that, right? No one is... What? No one is has listened to every episode since the beginning, right? We have. I guess so. I don't know that anyone listening now listened at the start, though. Yeah. If you did, write in, and also I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been a wild ride, but thank you. Uh, let's shoot for 300. We could do better than that. That movie's pretty bad. I tried to come up with a little joke there, and I couldn't, so I just said the movie was bad. And... Bye, everybody. Episode 150. We're going to go watch... This it. is Sparta. Autumn and I are going to go watch uh, Witchblade. No, we're not. If you're going to hook us up with the torrent of Witchblade, the TV show, No, we're not. Put this at the start so nobody knows where we're, how we're going to end up talking about Witchblade. Shut the fuck up. What is the black goo? My name is Michael Weston. I used to be a spy until... We got a burn notice on you. You're blacklisted. When you're burned, you've got nothing. No cash, no credit, no job history. You're stuck in whatever city they decide to dump you in. Miami. You do whatever work comes your way. You rely on anyone who's still talking to you. <laughs> a trigger-happy ex-girlfriend. shoot them. An old friend who's informing on you to the FBI. You know, spies. Bunch of bitchy little girls. Family, too. Hey, is that your mom again? If you're desperate. Someone needs your help, Michael. Bottom line, until you figure out who burned you, you're not going anywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mixed Word Audio Podcast. What was the black goo? Why did he take his space helmet off so that he could touch the thing that he didn't know what it was? Why didn't any of them put on helmets when they went to the Paradise Planet? Why would you take your space helmet off? In space. Why would you run straight ahead to get away from a rolling object that's taller than you will ever be able to run before it falls over? Why not run to the side? Why did... What was the black goo? Why did the engineers... Is it different from the green sparkly goo? <laughs> Why did the engineers want to kill the humans? Was creating humans a mistake? Why was it a mistake? Why does David think that everybody wants to kill their parents? If David created the, the Xenomorphs in 2104, how come there were ancient Mayans worshipping the Yautja and letting themselves be used as sacrifices to create new Xenomorphs for the Yautja to hunt in, in, the, in the old-timey days? Why did anyone make a movie to <clears throat> tell me what was up with the space jockey and alien? I've literally never wondered that. 
in well, my life. Why did they put the deacon alien at the end of Prometheus when it doesn't matter to the plot and no one goes back there and it doesn't do anything or come back in the next movie or mean anything because it's not really a xenomorph yet? You know what's really dumb? I just remembered, actually. I, did, I didn't remember this until just now. I hadn't... So, so last night I was telling you, oh yeah, I watched Prometheus and I had a good time and then I left and was like, oh, that movie was pretty stupid. Like, while I was in the theater, I'm like, ooh, flashing lights, little shiny things, you know? And as soon as I walked out of the theater, I was like, what was that black goo? What was why the did black he, goo? Why did he touch the... If, if I were a biologist... Why did he put the goo inside of the man? If I were a biologist... And I saw a snake thing that I never saw. I would not, my first reaction would not be, let me touch it. It looks like a penis, but then it looks like a vagina. It unfolds. Anyway, but the thing that I remembered, which may have contributed to why I was sitting in the theater enjoying Prometheus and I didn't think about, oh, that movie was pretty stupid until after I left, which was the, the night before I watched Alien. I, I watched Alien for the first time on, like, you know, Thursday night, and then Friday afternoon I went to watch Prometheus, which I, I could definitely see myself just, like, riding high on the joy of watching Alien. <laughs> and being you like, know oh. there's not any xenomorphs in Alien Covenant? <coughs> There's not any xenomorphs in Alien Covenant? Yeah, that alien that they fought at the end is the Praetomorph. What does that mean? It's older. It's not real xenomorph yet. It's not as smart. Huh. <coughs> xenomorph just means alien morph. Praetomorph. What does that mean? Prato. What does that mean? Prato means one... Morph means rail. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Sorry, it's Prato means old, maybe? Morph means morph. Why have we been watching so many alien movies? Because last... I started playing Alien Isolation because Prey sucked ass. And then I started <laughs> watching the Alien sequels, except for Aliens. I have I have just watched you play a little bit of Alien Isolation, not much. That game seems pretty good, though. Yeah, it's really good. Spooky. Seems better than Prey. Yeah. Is that the same year? No. When was Alien Isolation? I want to say 2015, maybe. That long ago, wow. Maybe. Prey is 2017. 2014. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's old. I would have guessed 2016, probably, I guess. <clears throat> I would have been like, oh, you know, it was close to Prey, but not quite the same year. October 2014, eight years ago. Lord it really mercy. feels like it just came out. Like the other day. Yeah. But you play as Amanda Ripley, the daughter of Ripley. Oh, I didn't realize that. She's first mentioned and seen as an elderly woman in a photograph in the extended special edition of Aliens. That's silly. Yeah. Isolation is 15 years after Alien, but 40 years before Aliens. 
Oh, that's funny. Because <clears throat> you're the you're the Ripley daughter. Trying to find out what happened to your mom. Hmm. But there's an alien about. Uh, so fucked up. Yeah. Um. Oh, she's been in other things. Aliens. 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 Female war. Alien Comic resurrection and novel. novel. Alien resurrection novel. Alien isolation. Alien isolation comic. Alien... Hold on. Hold on. You, you skipped something here. Aliens special edition 1986. Aliens novel 1986. Aliens female war comic 1990. Aliens female war novel 1993. Alien resurrection novel 1997. Alien isolation 2014. Nothing in between. Amanda Ripley was not used in alien media between 97 and 14. Alien Isolation Comic 2014. Alien Out of the Shadows Novel 2014. Alien Sea of Sorrows Novel 2014. Alien The Wayland Utani Report 2014. Aliens vs. Pinball Video Game 2016. Cool. <laughs> Aliens Defiance Comic 2016 2017. Are you just going to read all of these off? Apparently, because you were. Alien Isolation the Digital Series is an adult animated sci fi horror streaming television series. That's dumb. I've never heard of this. It's got seven episodes. What? For what? Where it's is it? It's eight to fourteen minute episodes. It premiered on IGN. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So far. So so. This is the story of the game. You watched Alien Three, which you'd never seen before. Yeah. While I was getting ready for work, I did not see much of it. Um, you watched Alien 4 while I was Alien at work. Alien Resurrection. Alien Resurrection. You Cause, cause We watched Prometheus together. Yeah. Uh, and then you watched Alien Covenant this morning while I sort of sat on the left seat and was like, what's that? Oh, okay. What's it's that? Um, <coughs> so, there's a guy called Tennessee in that one. Because there was Dallas, I guess. That's dumb. <laughs> anyway, the thing I was going to say is just that, like, Alien Isolation seems to be the only <laughs> sequel to Alien that kind of captures the spirit of the 79 movie. Which one? Alien Isolation. They really tried to, to evoke Alien. Yeah. And, like, lean into it, get the all of the, look at all of the set design from the movie... And try to recreate it. That's the that's the selling point of the game. Is it? It looks like the movie. It does a good job of it, at yeah. least from what I saw you play. I think every aspect of the presentation is fucking great. Um, I'm just scrolling <clears throat> down because I'm curious about something. Um, how many alien video games have you played? Two. I'm trying I to. I played the old AVP. But, like, that was a long time ago. Did you play that, like, 360 AVP game? I wanted to, but I never did. I played the, I played a little bit of the old PC game. Same. I think... Um, I'm trying to find a list of video games. Okay. Because um, I played... What did I play? I can't remember the name of did it Did you now. play Alien 3 The Gun? No, I did not. Aliens Infestation, which is a pretty good little video game. 
It's a... Um, Isn't it like a Metroid? It's a Metroidvania. Um, with very light permadeath mechanics. Um, I want to know about Aliens Thanatos. <laughs> this looks great. Aliens, Aliens Thanatos Encounter. Thanatos Encounter on the Game Boy Color. Um... Yeah, Aliens um, Infestation is a Metroidvania, and you get like five colonial marines you can play as, and if one of them dies, you just continue the story as like the next one, basically. Um, But it doesn't really matter, because after the first hour, the game is extremely easy, and I never died once. The first, It starts a little bit tough, to, to, I think purposely to introduce you to the permadeath stuff. And then I just never died again, ever. <laughs> but it's a really cool little game, for sure. Alien Resurrection for the PlayStation 1 uh, came out three years after the film of the same name. No! Yeah. 2000 FPS based on the 97 film of the same name. Oh my god. You, it, they fucked it up. It was going to come out at the same time, but it got... <laughs> they fucked that up. Wow. Something, Some kind of development hell situation. But I want to know what this looks like. But yeah, I really wanted to play that um, <clears throat> AVP game where there's like one campaign as a colonial marine, one campaign as an alien. Oh, look at this. These graphics are good, though. These graphics are kind of good, though. This is pretty cool. All things considered, you know. It's no Metal Gear Solid. It's no Metal Gear Solid, but like... That's an unfair standard. Can I get some fucking video of this? Yeah. The My headphones are plugged in, so there won't be any sound. Oh, this looks good. Wow, this looks really good for a PS1 game. I guess yeah. those extra three years got them something. The frame rate. I mean, might... 2000 is really late for a PS1 game. Yeah, that's true. When it, the, the PS2 came out in 2001, right? Yeah. Um, frame rate a little goofy. I can't tell if that's like the weird, you know, the weird thing in PS1 games where like some bits of 3D objects will sort of like flicker around, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I can't tell if that's a frame rate. It's not a totally solid frame rate, but like this looks great. Yeah. They, they're not shooting anything yet, but I want to play this. <clears throat> June 3, eat your heart out. Alien 3, the gun is an arcade game with like a gun. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called that. I figured. You didn't figure. I figured! It's not hard to guess what the... Oh, I forgot that Alien Isolation was a year after Colonial Marines. You ever play Colonial Marines? No, but I saw a video. Yeah. I saw some footage. I watched a speedrunner, too. Did you see that they fixed it? What? Oh, yes, I did see that there's, like, one... There's a modder who fixed it because there's one line of code that got fucked up. Yeah, there's, like, one line of code that had an issue. <clears throat> uh, I remember hearing about that. We should play Aliens Colonial Marines. We should stream that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, Isolation is kind of this, but they... I think that a, like, a more... Immersive sim type game would be really fun in like an alien setting. 
The Predator 2018 is considered part of uh, the Alien franchise, but none of the other Predator movies are, it would seem. That makes some amount of sense. Um, because I bet that the Predator is more interested in franchise building than Predators was. Yeah. Um, that's a Shane Black movie? Okay, weird. Yeah. You ever read any Alien comics? Did I ever make you read Alien the Illustrated Story or anything? Nope. I've never done any Alien extra, like, media. I would be worried that it's all just Aliens stuff and not that interesting. Like, oh, Space Marine. I get it. Alien the Illustrated Story is really good. (coughs) That's a comic adaptation that was being made at the same time as the movie. And so, like... It's kind of weird and rough around the edges, but also, like, they got Archie Goodwin and Walt Simonson to make it, who are, like, two of my favorite comics creators, so it's really good. The comics section right here lists Alien Illustrated Story. Then we have Superman Aliens, Batman Aliens, Wildcats Aliens, Green Lantern vs. Aliens, and Judge Dredd vs. Aliens. I think if you click this Dark Horse line, it'll take you to their main line, Alien Comics. I thought this said Aliens Cookbook. <laughs> I um I read a couple issues of the Aliens comics, but not a ton. That's like <clears throat> Disney has like been like slowly like carving out an, uh, a a a path of intellectual property like acquisition specifically designed to put Dark Horse out of business. It feels like because they took the Star Wars license away from Dark Horse, they took the Aliens license away from Dark Horse. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I would read some of these alien novels. Maybe not these alien novels right here. The first three all written by Alan Dean Foster. Yeah, no thank you. Two things are true. One, Disney Disney should pay Alan Dean Foster what they owe him. It's fucked up that they haven't paid him. Two, his books are really bad. (laughs) They they are broadly not appealing. (laughs) We've got... They brought him back for the Alien Covenant Covenant novelization too. And Alien Covenant Origins. Oh yeah. Whatever the fuck that is. Mm. Direct prequel to Covenant. I guess. Yeah, it's just a it's just a prequel to Alien Covenant. The Wikipedia only references a press release of, about the book, which leads me to believe that no one in human history has read the novel Alien Covenant Origins. So, here's <clears throat> the first novel series, which is all Aliens stuff, which is seems to be, like, marine stuff. Uh-huh. Not interesting. Yeah. Maybe Aliens the Female War, but... <laughs> Just because, uh, allegedly, Amanda Ripley's in that. But <clears throat> then we have 2005-2008. Uh, nobody has put anything about these novels on Wikipedia. No one's read these books. Aliens Original no Sin, Aliens DNA War, Aliens Cauldron, Aliens Steel Egg, Aliens Criminal Enterprise, and Aliens No Exit. Each of these, almost all of them written by different authors. 
And then we have these these new ones that Audible promotes. Yeah, I these alien books show up in my Audible algorithm fucking <clears throat> constantly. Anytime I open up Audible and I'm like, uh, I'm just going to scroll through their sci-fi section. They're like, you want to hear about our alien books? We have so many alien books. Read our alien books. It's weird. They, like, promote the shit out of these. This one might be interesting. Yeah, the Alien 3... The unproduced screenplay. Because there's so which, many versions of Alien 3 that didn't get made. Yeah. Well, and, and this, multiple versions that did. <laughs> the, this, um, specifically, is... They, they took William Gibson's script that he wrote for Alien 3... Touched it up slightly and did an audio drama on Audible, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> um, which might be might be interesting. The ones that know. I've seen more are these first three from 2014. This Out of the Shadows, Sea of yeah. Sorrows. These have bigger descriptions written as well. These are all like documented. People have read these. Yeah, I don't know if these are all related. I don't think these are related to each other. I don't think this no. is a series. Um, you ever read um, any like William this, Gibson books? This one is a prequel to Aliens. This is about the the uh, the colony that Aliens is about, and it's about how they got all the xenomorphs in there. Okay, I always forget that April twenty sixth is Alien Day because LV four two six. Shut the fuck up. That's a thing. So is February twenty third or whatever Prometheus Day. Why LV two two. Oh, no one cares about Prometheus. I care about Prometheus. It's a bad movie. I gave it, it one star on Letterboxd. Yeah, LV223. <clears throat> Thank you, Xenopedia. Um, what's your what's your take on the Alien franchise overall? Good or bad? Is Alien good or bad? Good. <clears throat> good. What is the black goo? What's the black goo? <laughs> you did make me watch one Red Letter Media video, which was actually pretty funny. Which we were yeah. kind of quoting earlier. Riffing on. Yeah. Which is... People... Okay, you will never hear me say this, but people should watch this Red Letter Media video. It's four minutes long, and it's just the guy just like sitting there asking, Why did that happen in Prometheus? Why did this happen? Did that they, was kind of dumb. Did he know that he was going to impregnate that woman at, right after he spiked him with the black goo? And did he know that she would give birth to a squid alien because of it? Is he an expert on things that have never, ever happened? Um... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh. That, that video is funny. It's just four minutes of asking questions about why did that happen in Prometheus. Uh, that movie's stupid. Engineers. The Blue Man Group. <laughs> um. Alien Resurrection is the most frustrating one because it has so many things that it could be really cool and interesting and fun. And then it's made by Joss Whedon. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you didn't realize that you could have something really cool here. And instead, you're going to quip about, like, sexual violence. I failed to consider that Joss Whedon 
alien movie meant quippy alien movie. More so than the others, yeah. Oh, buddy. Not full-on quippy, but, you know. It's not the Avengers out here. No. But it's definitely the most quote-unquote comedic of the four alien movies. Um, what have I been up to this week? There's a scene where the guy, there's an escape pod. Xenomorph crawls into the escape pod after everybody else as it's about to launch. And then the, the captain guy rushes into the bay, tosses a, like, rolls a grenade down the walkway so that it spins around like a, like, like it's getting flushed down a toilet into the top of the uh, escape pod as it's closing. And then it launches, and the Xenomorph's in there eating everybody. And then he hits the button and blows it up after it leaves the ship. And then he stands there and he salutes the debris as the another alien comes up behind him and then kills him. Sigourney Weaver did throw a basketball over her shoulder as she left her room and got it in the basket. That's pretty that's sick. That's real. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Do we want to talk Unfortunately, about... Unfortunately, that's the scene where she's trying to fuck Ron Perlman a little bit. You said that that's patently absurd, and I said you're wrong. I just don't understand that. I mean, Ron Perlman's hot. I don't know what you want from me. Uh, answers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I think Ron Perlman is hot, but like... <clears throat> you said it into a microphone. I didn't. I, <laughs> I just think Ron Perlman's a really cool guy. I'm not saying I would have sex with him. I just like his movies. I don't know. You can fuck uh, Ron Perlman if you want. (laughs) He's America's caveman. (laughs) Do we want to talk about Space Jam 2 at all? I guess. Do we? Okay. Question. How well do you remember Space Jam 2? I remember it. I'm imagining it. Okay. Tell me the plot of, of Space Jam 2 in five sentences. Who's the guy? LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James is rich. Sentence one. Sentence one. <laughs> Uh, sentence two, he is failing to connect with his son who does not like basketball as much as he does. Okay, that's sentence two. His son has other hobbies that don't include basketball, but he still kind of likes basketball. That's sentence three. Looney Tunes show up and they play a, a, a big game against Algie Rhythm, who wants to take his son and be his new dad. That's sentence four. They learn to trust each other and communicate, and in doing so, win the basketball game, and when he wins his son's respect, and his son wins his father's attention. I think the only thing you missed in that, I think you basically got everything except just like, who is Algorithm a little bit? The, the algorithm. I was the AI. I would just also specify that the, the algorithm, Algorithm, Don Cheadle's character is like an algorithm that runs at Warner Brothers coming up with ideas for content. It's not relevant to the movie. 
It's kind of relevant really a little bit. I did it. I did it just fine. I won. <laughs> um, and the algorithm's idea is we're going to like digitize LeBron James and we'll just use his likeness and personality in movies for like ever and ever. You know, long past LeBron's death, we'll just have hologram LeBron in movies basically is algorithms idea and lebron is like that's dumb that's basically it mm-hmm. is lebron says that's dumb and then the looney tunes show up and al is like oh he said i was dumb yeah al algorithm says oh he said i'm dumb and so he sucks lebron into <laughs> the, the the universe he just sucks of him. Don Cheadle, like, sucks LeBron James (laughs) (laughs) into the universe of Warner Brothers intellectual property. Like, like... It's the Matrix. Basically. It's the Digiverse. Basically. Because, like, LeBron James goes down into this server room and has this conversation with Algorithm. And Algorithm is like... You can just say Algorithm, it's fine. Whatever. Don Cheadle is like, now I will banish you, LeBron James. And he sends LeBron to, like, a Looney Tunes short, basically. And LeBron's like... They do have different Kingdom Hearts worlds for all the WBIPs. Yeah. Um, It's dumb. It's dumb. It's yet another dumb WB sequel to another movie that we watched this year. You are <laughs> so much lower on Matrix 4 than I am. Yeah. I'm like, ah, Matrix 4 is fine. But but the thing is, because last year we did our um, fucking Lego Batman podcast where I was complaining about how it's this WB movie that crosses over all these IPs. Like, yeah. oh, we're just going to throw all our IP in a blender. But then we're also, like, so much of the movie is about how, is about, like, crass commercialism and how, oh, this is so bad and evil and, like, everything is a sequel or a reboot or a remake now and isn't that so stupid? But also, it's the Lego Batman movie and it's putting all this IP in there as it's criticizing movies for being like this now, which is also what the Lego movie does. Which is also what Space Jam 2 does, which is also... Well, the Lego movie doesn't do that, because the Lego movie is not as self-aware. Uh-huh. It's just a story about the Chosen One and the cool girl who thought she might be the Chosen One, but isn't the Chosen One. But That's like, like a different thing. It's not about the fact that there's multiple worlds. But it's a, but the Lego movie is also about, like... Um, the joy of playing with toys and not losing that when you're an adult. Well... Well, and it's also about, like, oh, look how, like, capitalism takes away all our individuality and makes all of us so boring and we can't play with our toys anymore. And if we didn't have to have, like, jobs where we wore suits, then we wouldn't have to, like, you know, be such boring people. We could have fun. And, like, being an adult takes away your ability to have fun, which I think kind of ties into, like, my complaints about Lego Batman which ties into my complaints about Space Jam 2, which ties into your complaints about Matrix 4. I think Matrix 4 is better than this, 
But, like, you're not wrong. I guess I would say that Matrix Resurrections... That's what it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I could not... I just just went for it. I didn't know. (laughs) The whole time we'd been talking about it, I've been trying to remember what it was called. I suppose I would agree that Matrix The Resurrectioning is a better movie than Space Jam A New Legacy? A New Legacy. Legacy is a thing that's old. Space Jam is old. But it's new. But it's a new legacy. It's new old. Yeah. Not that old new. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not out here saying that Space Jam 1 was better than Space Jam 2. Mm -hmm. I assume they are about the same. It has been 20 years since I saw Space Jam. I don't really care to go back to it. No, me neither. Um... I also don't think about Space Jam 2 or The Matrix 4. I don't generally think about these movies or the Lego Batman or any of these WB crossover just, movies. It's just weird that they keep making these crossover movies about how crossovers Because are WB bad. wants to have a thing and they have no thing. Uh-huh. Like they have, they're the Harry Potter people and they can't make money off that in the way they want. I mean, they're also the Batman people, which they can make plenty of yeah, money that's off true. of. But like Disney has Star Wars. But Disney also does this in a slightly different way because there's... I don't watch these movies. I'm taking this all on Lindsay Ellis' word, I guess. But, like... Weird way to start a sentence. Okay, strapping in. But, like, she did... Okay, well, none of us like Lindsay Ellis videos, right? Like, we can all agree on that. No. But she did that one really good one about, like... I think probably her videos are generally fine. She did that one good one about, like... There's the... The Aladdin movie that's all about how, like, oh, the first Aladdin movie is sexist. No, it's uh, Snow White, I think. Well, no, it, no, no, uh, Sleep, um, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. That's the one. But but the Aladdin movie does it too. Like, there's all these live-action remakes of Disney movies that are like, oh, those old Disney movies are sexist. Or, oh, those old movie, Disney movies are yeah, problematic in some way. But it's like trying to rejuvenate your own shit and like apply mild criticisms or at least acknowledge mild criticisms and to keep that thing in the public consciousness is a different thing than wb's like constant crossover i i think they are different but i think i think there is some overlap between the impulse to like we are gonna make these crossover movies that then or these or these reboots that point out how bad these crossover movies or these reboots are and also like we're going to make a live action remake of Beauty and the Beast that points out how sexist Beauty and the Beast is like i think there's a similar creative impulse that unites those two things you know one of those is much more successful than the other well yeah cuz one of them is Beauty and the <laughs> fucking Beast <laughs> that movie was okay I didn't see it. I didn't see the live action one. The only, I think the only live action Disney remake I saw was Maleficent, which is like kind of a different thing. I wanted to watch that and then I didn't and then I didn't think about it for like seven years, eight years. I went to see it because I was dating someone who wanted to see it and I have not thought about it in seven or eight years. Have I seen any of these? I don't think so. I feel like I must have seen one more while I was dating that person, but maybe not. At one point, I saw that Oz prequel, but I couldn't tell you a thing about it. Sam Raimi made that. 
Why? I don't know. I don't know why anyone would make an Oz James anything. Franco is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, James Franco is the Wizard of Oz. The Green Goblin is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it's green. Makes sense. Emerald City. We've been over this. I hate the Wizard of Oz. I, I, I don't understand this. Yes, you've been over this. You haven't seen it in years, but you, you have this hatred. I hate it. For I, the Wizard of Oz. I, it, genuinely, when I think about the Wizard of Oz, I get mad. It's a stupid fucking story. It's a stupid movie. It's a stupid book. I, I just figured it. out why you hate Wizard of Oz. Why? Because you're from Kansas. No, every time we have this conversation, it's like, you're, you're from Kansas. No, I you don't care about that. You got tired of people saying that you weren't in Kansas anymore. No! And you got upset. Because I've hated it since I was like four years old. I have In Kansas. I have always hated The Wizard of Oz. I don't get it. I guess maybe there's nothing to get. But I don't think there's anything to get. I just hate The Wizard of Oz. I don't know what to tell you. She passed me my phone. I just need to answer. Have you ever read the book? Text. Uh, the book was read to me. That's not the same thing. I was I was very young. I know. That's why I say it's not the same thing. You're an adult now. Would if would you do a podcast about the book? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. We need to watch the Brothers Grimm and do that podcast. And then we can watch... No, because... I'll just kick this can down the road because we have so many ideas for podcasts we want to do. We'll do... We'll fucking do the Wizard of Oz podcast after we finish every Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Okay. No, I'm not committing to that. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to think about it. I hate the Wizard of Oz. That's why I offered to read the book. I hate it. if you like the book. No. No. I won't do it. You can't make me. I can't make you, I guess. (laughs) We should talk about Space Jam 2. <laughs> I've talked about Space Jam 2 already. What was your favorite intellectual property that appeared in Space Jam 2? You know what else is dumb <laughs> about Space Jam 2? Is that they do the movie where they're like, oh... Like, like, LeBron makes this list. He's like, I want to go to to Metropolis and get Superman for our team. And I want to go to wherever and get um, the Jolly Green Giant for our team. I don't know. I can't remember. But, like, LeBron makes a list of all the, um, like, players he wants to get for his team. And they only get the Looney Tunes, which just makes me feel like... They promised us, like, they promised that we would see all those characters, and then we don't even see those characters, we just see Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, and it's, an, it, I felt ripped off. <laughs> it would have been better if it was a basketball team that had, like, the Flash... And the Eye of Sauron, and Lego Batman. Oh, also they go to they go to Superman World to pick up a couple Looney Tunes, right? And it's Metropolis from Superman the Animated Series. <clears throat> like it, right, it yeah. looks like the '90s cartoons, like the DCAU stuff, which just made me mad because, like, 
Warner Brothers makes new DC animated movies all the time, and they never go back to the DCAU. And I was like, look, someone in your animation department was like, we should go back to the DCAU. And Warner Brothers is like, well, you can do it for five minutes of this Space Jam 2 movie. That's all you fucking get, jackass. Bruce Tim is still working there. He's still making all those damn animated movies. Just let a, let the DCAU come back. Make why, more Batman Beyond that I care about. Why not make a new Batman that's a new thing? The new Batman they make sucks too. They might as well make Batman that sucks that looks like I want it to look like. They make new Batman movies all the time and they're terrible. So they should make terrible Batman movies that at least harken back to the thing I am nostalgic for. That's what I'm saying. You've become Gen X. <laughs> You've assumed the mantle. <laughs> this is this is growing up. I don't I I don't think that I don't think if they made a new season of Batman Beyond, it would be good. Case in point, they made new seasons of Young Justice that sound considerably worse than original Young Justice by all reports, which is impressive because I never liked the original Young Justice show. But, um... I liked it just fine. Like, if they're gonna make new bad stuff, they should at least make stuff that I like. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't they make the thing that I like? That's what I've been asking since Star Wars came back. Yeah. And it's not like Batman ever went away. <laughs> no. You know, it did go away. Hmm. Space Jam. Space Jam did go away. You want to read our first email? From Rick. We got nine emails. <clears throat> By my estimation, there are three elements that come together to form a Space Jam. One, a sport. Two, a star of that sport. And three, a group of cartoon characters. So my question is, given those three ingredients, what kind of film would you create? I'm going to throw this to you first because I want to see how many stars of sports you know. I know plenty. My first thought was Danica Patrick in a Speed Racer movie. Sure. That, That works. I don't know, that's the only driver I could think of. Because she was in Sonic All-Stars <laughs> Racing Transformed. <laughs> any other... Any other... I mean... It could be anything. Yeah. There's lots of sports out there, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of one that I would care about enough to watch a movie. I can't. I don't know. I'm not a sports person. I'm, the thing that I'm struggling with is that the sport I care about most is already represented in two Space Jams. That's true. But I don't think that like. What if lo- it was baseball with the Jetsons? That would be fun. Jetsons and Flintstones. So, so I just think that LeBron is not a very good actor. And I think that there are guys in the NBA who are more, like, charismatic on screen. Like, I would love to see, like, the Giannis or the Steph Curry Space Jam movie, you know? I would love to see the Embiid Space Jam movie. What if it was Michael Jordan baseball? 
I mean, Space Jam <laughs> 1 is that. <laughs> you have identified what Space Jam 1 is. I remember being like, because I was born in 1996, I remember being five years old and watching Space Jam and my dad having to explain, so Michael Jordan retired from basketball to go play baseball, but then after this movie came out, he went back to playing basketball, and then he retired again, and yes, he is playing base <clears throat> basketball again now, but he's not any good anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Hmm. Um, but if I was going to go outside of basketball, um, I'm trying to think. What are other sports? Football, hockey, soccer, baseball, sumo, wrestling. What's um, the, what's the... Okay, so a wrestling movie, a, a wrestling Space Jam movie writes itself. They're all cartoons anyway. Yeah, they're all cartoons. That's easy. Fencing. Can you name a fencing star? Can I name a wrestling star? Well, you, you can name wrestling stars. Well, okay, okay. Of them. No, no, no. Here's the thing: is I know, I know plenty of wrestling guys. Ric Flair, uh, Triple H. Um, uh-huh. Any others? Funny. CM Punk, New Day. That's a group. Okay, of, of which there's... There's three of them yep. in New Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and their names are Xavier Woods. That's correct. Is that his real name or his wrestling name? I don't know. <laughs> Kofi Kingston, I think. I don't know. I That's the only one I know is the first one. And then the other <clears throat> Big E, that might. What if it was a wrestling movie, hmm. starring? See, the thing I was gonna say was just that, like, I know plenty of wrestlers. I don't know who is right now in twenty twenty two the most popular wrestler. Don't pick a wrestler. I guess it's John Cena, probably. Dan Reichert. A Dan Riker Space Jam movie. Yes. He is not wrestling. He's like the guy. He talks into a microphone. Oh, he's the commentator? Yes. He's doing color commentary. Yes. And this, the Looney Tunes. Or, or what? What is, what is... Dan Riker is... Doing color commentary for a wrestling match between Mickey Mouse and no Nicktoons, Nicktoons. Okay, we got all the di- we got Jimmy Neutron, we got Timmy Turner, we got Billy and Mandy, a SpongeBob. I got it. I've got Billy it. And Mandy is Cartoon Network. That was a joke. You didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick didn't up really on it. it. I I was like, oh, I guess that must have been a Nicktoon. I forgot. <clears throat> I thought it was Cartoon Network. Do people say Nicktoons anymore? Is that a brand anymore? I don't know. But I've got it. Okay. Fernando Tatis Jr. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. That's my that's my crossover there. Like baseball guys with the TMNT. Ninja. Okay. Okay. The cast of Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> What's the joke we're going for here? Gamers. Okay. I'm gonna move on to our next email. <clears throat> Jackson asks. <laughs> Sorry, we really should have watched Pirates instead. <laughs> we should watch that movie. Uh, yeah, we should. 
do you fear death? Um, Mike from Audio Entropy asks, Does this mean that Bugs Bunny is Jesus? Gonna be real with you. I don't know what this question could possibly be referring to. Remember when Bugs Bunny dies? Bugs Bunny dies in this movie? And then he comes back because he's like, I'm a toon, I can survive anything. Bugs Bunny dies in this movie? He has to do the glitch move. Oh, yeah, he does the glitch move. And then he dies. No, because this movie still exists, so there were no sins expunged from the world with Bugs Bunny's death. (laughs) So, no. Um... Marin asks, "Hi, I hope y'all had a good time. Uh, watch, hope had a time watching Space Jam too. Who would you want to star in a baseball-centered Space Jam-esque movie, and which brand would it feature?" Fernando Tatis Jr. and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You can't have a baseball team of four guys, five guys. Well, okay, okay. I guess that's true. Who's the Who's the other baseball guy that everyone loves? Shohei Otani. Yes. You do you pick him? Okay. You're playing baseball? Okay. And you get I not to derail your um thought here, but I'm gonna derail it a little bit. I don't know I don't know if Shohei speaks enough English to star in a feature film. He might? I don't know I know when he got into the league he did not speak a great deal of English. I don't think that's a problem. You he can just right. write a movie in such a way that he's able to still be the star. Also, it's been like two years. Maybe he's just picked it up at this point. Maybe. But also, I think that you, there are ways of writing movies that that's not that doesn't have to be an issue. Yeah. You could, you could write... <laughs> you, the, could, you could make all the other cartoons also speak a language that isn't English. Yeah. You could have the Spanish dub of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, okay. I just picked that because I know that Dragon Ball Z is really, really popular in South America. You know what, actually? <clears throat> okay, here's here's my new idea. It's, 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 it's Shohei. I'm going to get, a, I'm going to get you a pitcher and a nine-man lineup. Is it for my birthday? Like, what? <laughs> Shohei <clears throat> is pitching. Okay. And he's leadoff hitting, because that's the thing that he does. I don't know what that means, but sure. Um, well, okay. Shohei Otani... Don't explain it. Whatever, okay. Shohei Otani is your pitcher and your leadoff hitter. Fernando Tatis Jr., um... Ronald Acuna Jr., Vlad Guerrero Jr. I don't know why there are so many juniors on my team. That's four. Um, Where's the cartoons? I'm just trying to think of charismatic young baseball players. Um, they have to do TikTok dances. Sure. They'll do that. Okay. Um, Mike Trout, because that's funny to me, even though I don't think he's going to fit in here at all. Where's the cartoons? Okay, you're going to get your, your lineup. You're going to get your <clears throat> nine young... You're already straying from the premise of one guy surrounded by Muppets. You're getting your Shohei is your star, yeah, and you get eight other young baseball players to sort of like sell the sport to kids, basically. Like, oh, Tatis, he's so fun, you know, whatever. And then on the other team, 
you get Goku, Piccolo, Vegeta. These are the villains? These are the villains. Why are they, why are they fighting? <laughs> Goku, Piccolo, Vegeta, Gohan, Trunks. Trunks is gonna future try and, Trunks. Yeah, future Trunks is gonna try and hit a past baseball bat Trunks. with a sword. Um I want past Trunks. He's a baby. <laughs> I just think <clears throat> Space Jam but about baseball versus Dragon Ball Z guys would be fun. That's what fun. if it was the cast of Ghost in the Shell? Playing what sport exactly? Baseball? Cricket. <laughs> Um, Modrin says, Hello, you've been transported to an alternate universe. It's the year 2000. You're a producer at Squaresoft, and you're about to have a meeting with Warner Brothers to finalize the details of your new action RPG, Kingdom Hearts. What WD prop- WB properties do you adapt into worlds within this game, and what characters do you use for the protagonist's companions? Also, you're not limited to films that existed in the year 2000. Just choose whatever you want. Great, because I was not going to be able to... <laughs> remember what properties I mean you have to do Harry Potter unfortunately you have to do Harry Potter you're not allowed to not do Harry Potter well okay okay <clears throat> I'm not too too worried about what worlds Sora is going on an adventure and his two companions from WB's properties are um, not Bugs Bunny because Bugs Bunny is the king Bugs Bunny is King Mickey in this. No. Bugs Bunny is clearly King Mickey in this because he's the Mickey Mouse of the Looney Tunes. Yeah, but he wouldn't be a king. In this version, he'd be a cool king. He'd be like Strider. I don't... He'd have a black cloak, just like Mickey. I don't think that Bugs Bunny would be a king. Yes, he would. I don't... I think he's a rascal. I think that you get Tom and Jerry. They don't speak. <laughs> oh, I wish Daffy Donald didn't speak. <laughs> Maybe you get Daffy instead of Donald. And you get Sylvester instead of Goofy. What if you got Daffy Duck and... Donald Duck. <laughs> what if you had Porky Pig? Um, what if you had Porky and Marvin? Or you don't want two little guys. You don't want two little guys. I think you want... I think... You gotta have Porky. I think it's Daffy and Porky. I think it's Daffy and Porky. I think that's it. Um, But yeah, they go to Harry Potter world. They go to Matrix world. They go to... Two different comic books. Yeah, two different... You go to the DCAU and you go to the Snyderverse. <laughs> no, the Snyderverse characters are like the like Cloud and Squall. Like they're just like mingled with everyone else. So you just come across Batfleck. <coughs> That's what people. Everyone calls them that, right? I'm Bat, opening Batfleck. I'm, I'm opening HBO Max. <clears throat> Do you go to Sopranos World? No. Do you go to South Park World? South Park is a summon. It's like Chicken Little. That that world's been destroyed. So you get a Cartman. That's his name, Cartman. You probably go to Rick and Morty world, right? Oh yeah, no. Uh, Rick and Morty are like in the hub world, and they like make the gummy ship for you. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um. Definitely a Dune world. <clears throat> they don't own sure. Dune. 
Well, whatever. They made Dune, but I guess, but I don't think they own Dune. Well, they probably would go to a Dune world. Well, <laughs> but you definitely go to Casablanca. Oh, for sure. 100%. Um, what else? Ben 10 world. No doubt. Sure. I don't know Maybe. if all of these are WB properties. Whatever. I'm just on HBO Max. I'm <clears> looking at what like, I, IP. Well, then he goes to Steven Universe. And they definitely own Steven Universe. You would definitely go to a Steven Universe world. You'd probably go to an Adventure Time world. You would just fill this out with Cartoon Network stuff, I guess. Is WB you do. own Cartoon Network? Yes. Oh, well then, yeah. He goes to Samurai Jack world. Yeah, you would just fill it you out. You go with... to Power Pro- You go to the city of Townsville. Yeah, this is easy, actually. Yeah. yeah. Townsville. I forgot it's called Townsville. Now let's be confused with the town of Citiesville. Where's the town of Citiesville? It's a different place. What is that? It's a different place. In in Powerpuff Girls? Yes. Okay, that was what I was asking you. <laughs> That's not what you asked me. <laughs> That's what I asked you and you were being obtuse. I was answering your question. Um, alright. Deadpool is in it for some reason. Yeah, Deadpool is in it for some reason. Um, next email. Um, what is the best Looney Tunes skit? This one comes in from Danny. Hmm. What is the best Looney Tunes skit? I mean... Do you have any affection for, like, old Looney Tunes? Sure, but I couldn't name any of them. I, the, my mom and I watched Looney Tunes together a lot. It was, um, just constantly on Cartoon Network when I was very young. I watched it when I was very young, but I couldn't tell you anything, like, um, I'm all, I'm very partial to what's Opera Doc. Um, what's the, 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 um, I want to get the name right because it's funny. Um, The Rabbit of Seville. The Rabbit of Seville is, um, one of my mom and I's favorite when I was a kid, um, uh, um, that's a Chuck Jones one, right? Um, what's Opera Doc? Rabbit of Seville. What was? There's another one I really like. I showed you Duck Amuck the other day. You'd never seen that. It's a classic. I might have seen it at some point, but I like the one where um the Roadrunner is running on the road. Uh huh. And then Wiley Wild E Coyote. Uh, tries to drop an anvil on him. What happens when the, when he tries to do that? Somehow he ends up under it. I'm not really sure how that happens. Oh, interesting. He ends up hurting himself when he tries to lash out at others. Um, also, if you could have any cartoon franchise team, blah, blah. <coughs> I'm sorry, Danny, we've answered this many no, times. No, this isn't for us. This is if we were the star. What sport and what, what cartoons would we want? Oh, I would... I would be a basketball player. Like, can you dribble? <laughs> when I was six, I could. <clears throat> I actually took basketball lessons. I did too. And when I was a kid, I played like soccer or whatever. I'm like tall enough that like, I'm six one. I could technically like I am of a basketball height. <clears throat> you know, I am also. Uh, not of a basketball disposition, we'll say. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I, I, I did hit a growth spurt enough that, like, if if I was exceptionally good and I had committed my life to playing basketball, my height would not necessarily be a limitation to that. I don't think there's any sport that I would do good in. Mm-hmm. Basketball might be the closest, just because I know how to shoot a, ba- a ball. Mm-hmm. But I would pick Clone Wars. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nia asks, what would the sequel to Charles Barkley's Shut Up and Jam Gaiden based on this movie be like? Uh, it wouldn't come out. It wouldn't get made. It wouldn't get finished. It wouldn't get made. Nobody would make it. Nobody would play it. That's probably the most real answer. Um, It would look weirdly like off. That French JRPG or whatever, the what the bat the the baseball bat one. Don't worry about it. Someone gets what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. I was just making a dumb joke. You're just making a joke for Kim because it sounds like a Kim thing. Kim is the person who I know who was playing it most recently. I think, but I knew about off long before I knew Kim. Charles Barkley shut up in Jam Gaiden two, uh, based on this movie. Um, I, mean, I forget how Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden ends. Not that it matters. It doesn't really matter. Do they, like, save Hoops? Is that what... I don't know. His, his son's name is Hoops. <laughs> don't do this. Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam. There's not I gonna be misspelled... A... No, the... Barkley, shut up and jam Gaiden. Uh, I'm, I'm skipping to the last paragraph of this. The game ends on a cliffhanger where Hoops and Cyberdorf are aboard an escape pod in space without destination, and the fate of Barkley and Balthios is never made clear. So, the space jam, the, or the space pod, <clears throat> the escape pod into space they go to, get into, just ends up landing them in this sort of, like, WB multiverse, you know, of of this movie. Is Which it still I, a JRPG? Yeah. We didn't talk about the funniest thing in this movie, which is all the times that they do crowd shots and there's guys in really cheap like White Walker costumes just standing on the sidelines cheering or whatever. Yeah, there's the Night King. Yeah, the Night King is just there. Is that why we watched the first and last episode of Game of Thrones? Is because we watched yeah. this movie and there were White Walkers in it? Yeah. Crystal asks, what characters in Space Jam 2 would go to the Looney Tunes Chasers Anonymous meetings? Um, is this is this a meeting for people who are horny for Lola Bunny? or is this... No, this is Chasers Anonymous. Like, Wile E. Coyote, like, Sylvester's... Stallone the cat. The, the, <laughs> the characters that chase other characters okay. and produce the funny that way. Okay. I think this is a real bit from a more recent Looney Tunes thing. It is called Chasers Anonymous? Yes. Much like how Fred loves traps, I think they know. Fred loves traps. Fred loves traps. He's Who always doesn't? reading about traps. <laughs> He's always looking for them, scoping them out. Yeah. Um, I think this is real. 
I'm pretty sure this is real because in my head I can see a mental image of. Okay, you're just gonna. Just gonna type chasers annoying or oh, anonymous. Just, just. Why did it come up with who are the five chasers? I think that's probably a <clears throat> Harry Potter question or something. Oh. Yeah. This is an old commercial for the Bugs and Daffy show. Okay, I don't recall this, but... Okay, it's a boardroom meeting-looking thing. Taz, Sylvester, Yosemite Sam, Elmer Fudd. You know, all the characters who chase other characters. Well, LeBron would go there because he's chasing rings with his super teams ruining basketball. Anthony Davis and Kevin Garnett... Tron asks, hi, Autumn and Nora. This is Tron. Uh, I haven't seen Space Jam 2, but I was wondering what basketball player would you like to see star in a Space Jam movie? Steph Curry. Steph Curry or Giannis, I think, are the two. Jason Tatum. (laughs) I like those potato chips. (laughs) You do like his potato chips. Outside of Space Jam, what kind of live action and Warner Brothers crossover film would you like to see? Uh, I mean... Let's take the sports out of it. You know, you want to see the Matrix crossover with Scooby-Doo. I mean, Scooby-Doo with anything is a hit. Yeah. So, like... It's an easy one to fill out. Like, Scooby-Doo Game of Thrones, I think, is what I want. Oh, that would be good. It'd be really good. That'd be pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) What's it called? Because it's not just Scooby-Doo meets the Game of Thrones. It's like, Scooby-Doo... Winter is coming. <laughs> Scooby-Doo and the mystery of the dragon. Scooby-Doo and the third and the three-eyed raven. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, uh, it's a story in it. Scooby. <laughs> Scooby-Doo meets. Sco- Scooby-Doo awakens the dragon. <laughs> Scooby-Doo meets Tyrion. Uh. Scooby-Doo in King's Landing. Yeah. Scooby-Doo takes the black. (laughs) Um, That's right. He's condemned to the wall for the rest of his life. No more mystery solving. I had a stupid idea. Are you looking at Watchmen right now, aren't you? I'm looking at Watchmen on my bookshelf and thinking about the Scooby-Doo-Watchmen crossover. (laughs) Scooby-Doo watches the Watchmen. (laughs) Yeah. Because the whole premise of Watchmen is they're investigating... And now look down and I'll whisper... Uh-oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, Scooby Doo. Also, you know, per Tron's email, very important here. This is a live action film. This is a live oh, action. Oh, the CG Scooby Doo. Yeah, this is a. Okay, li- yeah. This is a live action Scooby Doo movie crossing over. With the Zack Snyder Watchmen movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Those are contemporary movies. No, they're not. They are both from the 2000s. Yeah, but like 2003 and 2009 are different things. Watchmen was not 2009. Yeah, it was. 2007. Was it? Watchmen is... I think Watchmen's 2009. It might be 2008. We might both be wrong. We might both be wrong. Watchmen... Film. 2009. Yeah! 
win. February 2009. So I really, win. I win. I win. I win. <laughs> I win. Look at these fuckers. It's twice in two podcasts this week I've talked about uh, Watchmen 2009. The thing about Watchmen, and this is true about every fake superhero thing that isn't like actual superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. All the superheroes look like shit. Yeah. Look at this guy. What's his thing? He's he an just, owl? He's just Batman, but an owl instead of... And this guy's the most generic thing in the world. Yeah, I don't know who that is. This honestly. guy's in a bathrobe. The The real thing that's weird and shitty about Watchmen is that three of the guys on Watchmen, on the Watchmen are Batman, kind of. Like, the comedian, I guess he's more the Punisher, but he's kind of the Batman, you know? Um... I got a crossover for you. Yeah. Watchmen versus V for Vendetta. Um. <laughs> what even is that? I just want to see V and Rorschach, like, fighting each other. What do they fight? What do they want? Neither of them... I don't know about all this. Should I read V for Vendetta, you think? Sure. Why we not? liked that movie. Yeah. With some caveats. With caveats. Because it's a Wachowski movie. Yeah. So we liked it with caveats. <laughs> yeah. I kind of said some of those caveats on stairwells, um, which is probably gonna come out after this, honestly, but um I'll it's, say it I'll say it here too. It doesn't too. have any problems that other Wachowski movies don't also have. I'll I'll say it here too, which is just the like the <laughs> thing about it is like <coughs> this movie the V for Vendetta is constantly alluding to oh there was you know a genocide against muslims oh you know like black and brown people are really oppressed in this like new british society that has come up you know there those things are constantly referenced those are off screen it's it's illegal to own a quran yes punishable by death but you don't see any black or brown people in the film you know, there's mm-hmm. every single character in the f- movie is white. So, Except that one guy in that montage. Yeah. So there's all these allusions to black and brown people being oppressed. But then we see incredibly directly, like, two or three different instances of how queer people are oppressed. You know? Which, like, if this was just a movie coming out in 2006 that's, like, more focused on, like, queer people... <laughs> I would still be like, mm, that's a little unfortunate that, like, they just use all this, like, racism as, like, flavor text. But I, I wouldn't be upset at the movie. But when you place that in the context of all the Wachowskis' problems with race across all their movies, you're like, mm, I don't know about this. This has always been the case. Yeah. On all these movies. It, it haven't would, really gotten better? It would be, like, an unfortunate coincidence that took a little bit away from the movie if if this was an isolated thing. But literally across all their movies, they seem to equate racism and, like, homophobia as the exact same thing and terrible in the exact well, same no, way. Well, no, they also are just generally racist. Yes. Also, they themselves do and say racist things. Like Speed Racer? Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Pretty racist. Great movie, though. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I haven't seen that in a couple of years. I should watch that. 
You want to watch Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets? No, thank you, babe. You sure? No, I'm good. Are you sure? It's based on a French comic book. I would rather read the French comic book. Yeah, that's an autumn thing to say. I never really read any Euro <clears throat> comics. That's like a whole other world of sh- shit that people are into that I just don't engage with. I'd like to. I fun. engaged with you, but now we're married. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, why did he put the goo in the man? Did he know what it would happen? Why didn't the one guy take his space helmet off to smoke? But in the movie before this, the other guy... He doesn't take it off because they don't have space helmets in the second movie. Right, they're just not wearing space helmets. Because the, the other guy in Prometheus is smoking in his spacesuit. He's vaping. He's got it hooked up to the rig inside the suit. And somebody says, is that tobacco? And he's like, yeah. Um, Why did he get scared of the alien body, but then when he sees the snake, he's like, oh, I'm going to touch it. Why does he want to touch the snake? Why does he treat it like a normal snake? Prometheus is a really bad movie. But it's better than Alien Covenant. Is it? It's got a much shorter script. So, yes. <laughs> How long is Alien Covenant? <clears throat> Two hours. Okay. There's just more dialogue in it. It makes it worse. I'm trying to think of what else I did this week besides we watched some movies that we've talked about. I've been reading a lot of Lord of the Rings. Why is his name Walter? Don't they go A, B, C, D, E? They introduce a new guy. His name is Walter. Why is his name Walter? All the androids go in order. Ash, Bishop, etc. Mm -hmm. Clemens. He was not an android. Oh, is he not? There's not an android in uh, Alien 3. That guy just seemed like an android. <clears throat> that guy's John Hurt. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, that actor is not John Hurt. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Isn't he? No! <laughs> <clears throat> Am I thinking of... Oh, I'm thinking of someone else. John Hurt is, I believe, in the first Alien movie, if I'm not mistaken. I'm thinking of a different guy with a monosyllabic last name. Uh, yeah, the the alien burst out of John Hurt's chest in the first movie, right. I was like, he's not Dallas. Who is he? No. Why are you Googling Tyrion Lannister? Uh, I'm say Tywin Lannister. Why are you Googling? Because that's the guy. Yes. Uh, just go to wiki. Oh, well, here. You can see it, right? That's that's yes. the guy. Yes, but that's not John Hurt. I know that now. Um, Charles Dance. Charles Dance. Well, John Hurt. Have? Charles Dance. Two syllables. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> Shut up. They're both freaking British. What do you want from me? <laughs> you just saying all British people look the same? 
Sometimes British people have the same damn name. Um, I know I've seen him in more stuff, but I just can't think of what it is. He was in Godzilla King of the Monsters. Oh, right. And Dracula Untold. I have not seen that. He was in Last Action Hero. I have not seen that. He was in Space Truckers. I have not seen that. He was in Swimming Pool. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Hadn't seen it. Paris Connections. There Be Dragons. I think I've seen Victor Frankenstein. <clears throat> That's the Elijah Wood one? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Is it? Question mark? I think I saw the Daniel Radcliffe one. Is that what I'm thinking of? Elijah Wood? <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. James McAvoy. This is what I meant oh, this when is I said the... Elijah Wood. That didn't look like Daniel Radcliffe because his hair is too long. It looks kind of like Michael Fassbender. Well, Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood already kind of look the same anyway, so. Ghostbusters. Oh, I saw that. 2016. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Mank. I don't know what that is. You don't know that? I don't know that, but I've heard of it. I have no idea what that <clears throat> is. I, so, I noticed it because the director, David Fincher, directed Alien, Alien 3. 3. And also like a bunch of other stuff I didn't realize. You didn't realize? Fight Club, The Game. Seven. Social Network. You didn't realize that he'd done all that? No. Why would I know that? I guess that you know. Right. I've seen The Game and I've seen uh, The Social Network. Also, House <clears throat> of Cards. I, did you watch House of Cards? No. I watched, I watched two seasons of that. Um, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it for pretty obvious reasons, but... Ridley Scott, James Cameron, David Fincher, French guy. Jean-Pierre Genoux, um directed Amelie. And oh. The City of Lost Children. She cooks an egg with a spoon. I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> all, I, all I know is Justin McElroy seeing... <laughs> Amelie. I cook an egg with a spoon, Amelie. <laughs> That's literally all I know about That's him. all I know. He has not made very many movies. I mean... He's made more movies than I have. Eight movies is a lot of movies. But eight movies in a career spanning 30 years. Yeah. Then obviously, um, the new movies are all Ridley Scott. Sorry. Alien. Alien. Predalien. Predalien? That's when you get a xenomorph that's made from a Yautja. Should I watch the Predator movies? I haven't seen any of those. I haven't seen them in a long time. I'm not as drawn to them because Alien is cooler. It's in space. People like that first one, though. Yeah. And it's a John McTiernan... Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, so, like, it probably could. I would imagine. Uh, the thing about Predator. Yeah. The Wait, thing hold ab- on. What? 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 There's a sequel to... There's a Predator movie for this year called Prey. Prey 2022. <clears throat> 
Does Microsoft know about this? It's a film that's not out yet. It'll be coming out on Hulu in 2022. It's a prequel showcasing a predator and his first journey to Earth. The thing that's weird is that they made two Predator movies in like 87 and 1990 and then they didn't make another one until 2010. That's the weird thing about the Predator series. That is weird. But 2004 was... They they did make the AVP movies. 2004, 2007. So there wasn't nothing, but there was like basically nothing through the 90s. There was basically nothing for 15 years. Yeah, it's... Predator not not as popular. Maybe like twelve years, let's say. Not as popular as Alien. Yeah. I've seen Predator, Predator Who's... Two, and Predators. I never saw the Predator. Who is John Tract Dan Trachtenberg? Why do I know that name? Are you thinking of Michelle Trachtenberg? I don't know. Uh... Oh, he directed Ten Cloverfield Lane. That's the only other movie oh. he's directed. Okay. Then yeah, I'll watch Prey 2022. <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane is in my top four movies. You like that movie so much more than I do. It's great. It's a really good movie. I just... I You like it a, a lot more than I do. I think it's a really good movie, but I just don't feel the same way about it that you do. I don't know what to tell you. He is not related to actress Michelle Trachtenberg. Who is that? She's in Buffy, right. Okay, that's who I am. Don't know who that is. She's Dawn, Buffy's fake sister. She's Tika Whalen in Dragonlance Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Um, you remember the barmaid? Oh, Tika. Can I tell you about Buffy? No. Okay. I have never, nor will I ever care about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Or the character Buffy, or her myriad friends who got their own shows. The the Buffy verse podcast Ugh. is like one of the ones I'd probably like if if Max Fun was asking me to pitch them I would be like Buffy podcast. If Audible hired you, yeah, I'd be like Buffy podcast. We'll get a celebrity guest, but not like a real celebrity guest, like a pot, like you know. There's like a, I mean I don't know how much like podcasts you listen to, but like outside of our circle i guess but like you know when you're like listening to the podcast that's got like one famous person on it there's like a reliable stable of other people like kamel nanjiani will just show up on any podcast it feels like you know i guess buffy is 2000 to 2003 is that right yeah no it's 1997 to 2003. Oh, okay. I just said yes, and I wasn't paying attention. I don't really listen to you all that often. <laughs> anyway, uh, I would I would rather watch all of Andromeda before I watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You just want to watch Andromeda. I want to watch Andromeda. I, it's not a fair <clears throat> comparison. You know what? I would watch Kevin Sorbo in most things. Who's Kevin Sorbo? Hercules. Show me his face. He's also like a big conspiracy theory guy. He he might not have been at the Capitol, but he was tweet- <laughs> he was tweeting about it. He was tweeting about it for sure. You know this guy. 
Kind of? Sure. I've definitely seen this face. <clears throat> Maybe younger? I, I, I've for sure seen this face before. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no doubt in my mind that I've seen this face, but I don't know. Oh, you might know him from God's Not Dead. I think he plays right. the professor in God's Not Dead. I've not seen God's Not Dead, <laughs> but I have seen YouTubers be like, I watched God's Not Dead. Let's talk about it. You know, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that's the guy, right? I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably that might not, sure. That might not be. Just Google Kevin Sorbo. Just like, let's pull up his Wikipedia. No, I'm looking at God's Not Dead. The Wikipedia. Starring Kevin Sorbo. Oh, yeah. Then there you go. Professor Jeffrey Radisson. Josh's philosophy class teacher who is an atheist. Oh, Dean Cain is in this movie? Bro, what? Dean Cain played Superman on The Adventures of Superman and Lois. Or Lois and Clark, the newest, the new adventures of Superman. That's a 90s, I want to say, Superman television show. 93 to 97. Is it a cartoon? No, it's a live action show. Oh. I don't know that it's any good. It's just... Well, you know who's in God's Not Dead 2. Who? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. What? Melissa Joan Hart. Really? Is the protagonist of God's Not Dead 2. Really? Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Did you ever see that? No. Really? Oh, you're talking about Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking if I'd seen God's Not Dead 2. Um, <clears throat> I saw some reruns on like Nick at Night, but I didn't like watch it. I've seen most of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I think. It's in the sort of the same space in my head that... Um, I did not watch a ton of Nick at Night, but, like, it's in the same space in my head as, like, Full House, Fresh Prince, The Cosby Show, and The Nanny, you know? Um, you're just pointing to me, pointing me to a picture of him at a Trump rally, essentially. Kevin Sorbo. Um, I didn't realize that Call was his second movie. Fresh Prince is probably the Nick at Night show I watched the most, you know? Probably those uh, those others I definitely would have seen, but, like, I did not watch any of them as much as I watched Fresh Prince. And I didn't watch Fresh Prince that much. Are you, uh, seeing anything that you recognize in this list of movies? Mm, not really. He does a lot of, like, fantasy stuff. Because he was Hercules on that right. TV show. Uh, these these movies called Mythica it seem to direct to video fantasy films, huh? Mm. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We should watch the Brothers Grimm, though. Sure. I'm sorry. Left Behind Two: Rise of the Antichrist. You notice that he's director on that. He's, Kevin Sorbo's directing a sequel to the Nicolas Cage Left Behind. That That's correct. This is not going to be a sequel to the Kirk Cameron Left Behind. It has to be the Nick Cage Left Behind, uh-huh. where they changed... Okay, whatever. Tell it me doesn't it, matter. No, it doesn't matter. No, no, you're not getting out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how the Nicolas, Cha- the Nicolas Cage... Left Behind movie changed the ending or whatever. It's just a different story. Okay. I don't know. 
Then tell me who's the Antichrist is in that first book. He kills a guy, hmm. and then he mind controls a bunch of people. His name's Nikolai Carpathia. He's the son of two men. Right, I forgot. This Wait, one's directed so... by Kevin Sorbo, which is. Oh, let's go back to Kevin Sorbo page and see his directing credits. Um. I think it just shows you all his movies and then makes a little note where it's him as director. But I'm just looking. He was in Call the Conqueror in 97, which is... Immediately after Hercules. Yeah, basically. I mean, he was in Xena at some point. Like, somewhere between, in that area. But yeah, it was basically immediately after Hercules. Which is really funny. Anyway, you want to watch Andromeda for some reason. You have you have had your Wait, heart. Wait, why is on this. Kevin Sorbo in every Skylanders game? Because he plays Crusher, obviously, that memorable <clears throat> character. <clears throat> Ow, I'm pinching my leg. Skyanders, Skyanders. This bitch typed Skyanders. That's when I launched that Dragon Age character into the sun. Oh, this guy. Yeah, he's one of the like core guys from the first game. Sure. I worked in a GameStop warehouse and had to test a, like hundreds of uh, Skylanders figures. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. I had to put them on the thing, make sure they worked, put it in the box. Huh. You never told me about that. I've, I've talked about it before. Anyway, directing. Uh, we've got uh, Let There Be Light. Miracle in East Texas and Left Behind 2, Rise of the Antichrist. Not what that's called, by the way. Not what the name of that book is. You know it's rough when you're making a movie in 2022 and you don't even get a Wikipedia page for it. It's Left Behind, a novel of Earth's last days, and then it's Tribulation Force, the continuing drama of those left behind. Not Rise of the Antichrist. Well, but this one is called The Rising Antichrist was Born Before They Were Left Behind. <clears throat> That's a... Th- that's so I can Nikolai, see- The Rise of the Antichrist. But that's the third book. Also on my list of we would um, do this for, like... I don't know that anyone would pay us to do this, but I would do the, like left behind podcast i want somebody to make that but i would want it to be someone with a more academic background Mm -hmm. i would want sort of a um what's it called range touch oh sure yeah that makes sense rather than us two, two just jack-offs. yeah like us two just be you like you can't oh, this... actually drill into like the the the, the theology the, the or things the... that are being argued for and against in these books yeah left behind tribulation force nikolai soul harvest apollyon assassins the indwelling the mark desecration the remnant armageddon glorious appearing the end of days you, do you see this though so they get to glorious appearing which is the second to last chronologically. This is the last book. in the, This is the series. Okay. The ones I just read. 
And then they jumped then backward. They made, then they to wrote prequels. some prequels. And then they wrote the end of the Thousand Year Kingdom. Kingdom Come. The Final Victory is the 16th and final book of the Left Behind series. It takes place after the glorious appearing to the last day of the millennium. Do you know about the no. post-millennial dispensationalism? No. Rapture happens. People are left behind for seven years in the tribulation, after which Jesus comes back. End of the world happens. Revelation and all that. Establishes an earthly kingdom for a thousand years, at the end of which time, you know, Satan's thrown into the pit in Revelation for a thousand years. And then, after that, the final judgment, and new heaven and earth. Okay. So this is at the end of the the millennium, which is the thousand year earthly kingdom. Did you see that Photos dot com got a credit on the uh, as cover artist for <laughs> this book? <laughs> That's funny. Are we done? Yeah, I think we're done here. Can I read you a sentence about the end of uh, Kingdom Come, the final victory? Yeah. Uh, all the billions of members of TOL, the other light, I think is is that called, gather all the weapons they can to battle against God, surrounding the city of Jerusalem during the final year of the millennium where Christ reigns, with Lucifer himself leading their charge during the final day when he is released. However, Jesus comes out to meet them and says, I am who I am, and the entire opposing army is devoured by fire. No stakes. <laughs> Jesus Christ stepped out and said, <laughs> Here's my line. Here's my iconic line. And he the, said, Real name, no gimmicks. <laughs> and then the entire billions of army is instantly purged with fire. Sorry, I have to tweet Jesus Christ, real name, no gimmicks, real quick. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. I think if we start talking about Left Behind, a book series I read as a kid, uh, we should turn off the podcast. Probably. I some, of like these, a... some of these came out two a year. Lord have mercy. These were published from 95 to 2005. <laughs> 2007 for all of them. But 12 years to make 16 books. Oh, Lord. Those books are really bad. Um, where can people find you online? Right here. You can find me playing Alien Resurrection for the PlayStation 1. Remember when the podcast was about that? Where did the goo come from? <laughs> Who made the goo? The engineers. Why did the engineers make the goo? To destroy and create. <clears throat> What did they want to destroy? Who are the... Ing so the the whole Prometheus planet, or moon, or whatever, is a weapons research facility, right? I guess so, yeah. What yeah. weapons are they researching? Who are they waging war upon? Why did they leave star maps in ancient civilizations that would lead back to their research and development lab where the black goo is? What is the security camera footage of the engineers running down the hallway? Is the black goo attacking them? 
if the black goo is attacking them, why did he run into the room and had all the black goo when he fell over and got his head chopped off by the door? Prometheus is a really dumb movie. <laughs> why did they microwave that head? Why did they microwave that head? Why? Why do they have the fanciest med pod ever, but it's not able to do? They have the fancy <coughs> med it's pod. For, it's for Wayland, the old man. But they they have this fancy med pod that is supposed to be able to cure anything, and you're telling me it's not able it to it work do on women. It can't do a C-section because it says it's only programmed to accept male patients. That's, don't think too hard about that. That's stupid. She has to backdoor a like, okay, uh, abdominal uh, surgery, uh, foreign body, uh, uh, you know, putting in all the parameters to make it like improvise. Why would you build one that can only help men? If it's only because for it, Wayland, it's for Wayland. Why, why? Okay, no one on the ship knew that Wayland was there until he got out of. I think Vickers who has the med pod in her suite and is his daughter. She didn't know he was there. She did. I didn't think she knew. Maybe I misunderstood something. Because she goes up to him and like kisses his knuckles and looks like she's going to offer him a blowjob. Well, she didn't know he was there until he came out of cryosleep, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought she was just as surprised as anyone else. Did no, he... because David gets orders from him during the mission and then he relays them to her. I thought, he says try harder. But he had that VR headset on. I thought it was implied <clears throat> that he was in contact with Earth. That is what the movie is lying to you about. Is he able to be in contact with Earth? Because in Alien, no one is able to be in contact with Earth. Wikipedia That's claims that at the end of Alien Covenant, David tells Wayland Yutani, Hey, I'm making xenomorphs. Here's all my notes on xenomorphs. I'm going to go keep making xenomorphs. And this is why Wayland Dutani knows about the xenomorphs in Alien. They know where they came from. They made the guy who made them. <clears throat> Humans made xenomorphs. Xenomorphs kill man. Woman inherits the earth. Woman kills Xenomorph by knocking it out of an airlock. Woman kills Xenomorph and says, You're terminated, fucker. <laughs> Could a Terminator beat uh, an alien? I don't think so. It depends. What are I we guess talking? I, a T-800 couldn't. Yeah, that's what I was going to I was just about to ask. T-1000 could probably put uh, in a good fight in. Yeah, I think that I don't know that the T one thousand could beat a xenomorph, but I think, I think you it would could be find it to a close. standstill. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think you could pull a draw. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Now, if we're talking about Matt Smith, I think Matt Smith Terminator can take down a xenomorph no problem. Sorry, Matt Smith was a Terminator <laughs> at one point. Matt Smith was Skynet. Sorry, <clears throat> Matt Smith was Skynet at one point. Yes, and he sent John. Carter. <laughs> John Carter, back in time. No, his name's not John Carter. What's his Mars, name? Mars, John Connor. John Connor, thank you. It was going to torture me if we didn't Skynet remember. Skynet sent John Connor back in time. Okay. 
but also he sent the the other Terminator back. Here's the problem. Yeah. Terminator. Yeah. The Terminator. What's uh-huh. the first movie called? Is it just the Terminator? Or is it Terminator? The Terminator, I think. Okay. The Terminator. That movie's fucking good. That that shit's real. That could happen. And then Terminator Two. T Two Rise of the Machines. No. Uh, just T Two. Now I can't remember the name of these fucking movies. Terminator. Turnaba. Turnabator. That's what you said. It's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Fuck. Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. Right. Okay. So, so, okay. The Terminator. Incredible movie. One of my favorites. I love The Terminator. I'd watch The Terminator tonight. We won't. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It's fine, I guess. It's fine. It's fine, I guess. Terminator 3, Rise yeah. of the Machines. I would Weird, rather... Weird, boring movie, but I yeah. Would, I would rather jump out our first floor window and, like, break my ankle. <laughs> Terminator Salvation. I haven't seen Helena it. Helena Bottom Carter is Skynet. I have not seen that film. I, I have only seen the first three <laughs> Terminator movies, but Terminator 3 is so bad that the franchise is kind of dead. Christian Bale is John Connor. Because, like, the... The first movie is a classic. The second movie just in, and then the third movie is really bad. So I don't have a great deal of like faith that anything past the third movie is even worth watching. Terminator Salvation is kind of bad. Doesn't make much sense. Terminator Genesis, I had a great time with. That one, I saw the commercials and I was like, that might be fun. I haven't seen Terminator Dark Fate. I might watch it at some point. We should wa- we I guess we should watch Genesis and Dark Fate. I really don't want to watch Salvation. Don't and watch I Salvation. certainly don't want to watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I don't th- No, but you want to watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles so that you can get that montage of them explaining 9/11 to her. What? Where he like like with his hands over the music. What are you talking about? Sarah Connor Chronicles 9-11. What are you talking about? <laughs> I already saw the one guy throw up his steak because he forgot about 9-11. But then he learned about it. Sarah Connor Chronicles 9-11. And it's just a scene where she's like, what's 9-11? Can you please... <laughs> Below our YouTube video... It says, contact September 11 attacks. And then she talks about, like, oh, I, I couldn't even imagine it. 3,000 people dead. And then at, over the music and the narration, you watch the guy who's explaining 9-11 to her mime with his hands. Boom! Big explosion! Oh, it's like, it's up. And then, oh, it hits the building. It blows up. What is happening? She's learning about 9-11. But yes, there is a context tab that YouTube has put underneath the video explaining what the September 11th attacks are. I guess this is because so many videos on YouTube are about how 9-11 was an inside job and... 9-11 didn't happen. This is supposed to, like, 
That's the that's the really crazy one. Imagine <laughs> saying that eleven didn't happen. <laughs> well, you know, if they could deep fake um, the mass shooting in Ruby to hack the election, they could deep fake anything. At neither Nora on Twitter dot com. You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can go to exportodd.io, all the podcasts, blah, blah, blah. You know the deal. You're listening to this. You don't, you know. I would rather watch all the Terminator movies than watch Robocop, I think. I would. <clears throat> I'm just not interested in it. Well, no, I know no, no. that it's like a thing people love, and there's a Robocop Terminator like crossover situation sometimes, but. Well, so, okay. That's the only reason I thought of it. I really want to watch RoboCop, the first movie, because it seems good. What about RoboCop 3? Well, so here's the thing about RoboCop 3, right? Yeah. I'm just... Where's the franchise page? That's what I'm looking for here. RoboCop Disambiguation, RoboCop Franchise. (coughs) Wasn't there a cartoon? Probably. So RoboCop 2 is directed by Irvin Kirshner and written by Frank Miller. Irvin Kirshner, director yeah. of Empire, Frank Miller, writer of Batman Year One. And then I believe, if I'm not mistaken... Directed oh, by Fred Decker. Oh, I, I thought Frank Miller started directing RoboCop movies at some point. I knew he was writing RoboCop comics... And I was, I thought for some reason that he started directing the RoboCop movies. RoboCop 3 directed by, oh, this is, he did not direct The Predator. Yeah. He wrote it. Yeah. Fred Decker. Uh, and then we have, obviously. The remake. The tr- Robotron Cop. Hmm. Uh, which was directed by someone I've never heard of. Yeah. Who also directed? No, nothing I've heard of. Elite Squad. Elite Squad, the enemy within. Here, I'm gonna. Oh. I thought. I just. I for some reason I thought Frank Miller directed a. Um. Oh, he directed Sin City. Sin City. Okay. He directed Sin City. And The Spirit. Co-directed with Robert Rodriguez. But he was flying solo on The Spirit. Right, that's how it goes. And Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. Right, I forgot. That they made a sequel to Sim City. Sin City. <laughs> Sim City. <laughs> Frank Miller's <laughs> Sim City. Um, but also, as we mentioned briefly... Um, there's RoboCop 1988, the, uh, animated series. Mm. There's RoboCop Alpha Commando, the 98 to 99 animated series. Sin City is at the top of my, like, I have so many comics that I want to read because they seem good, but if I was in a mood to hate read a comic, I think it would be Sin City. Could RoboCop defeat Chappie? I don't think so. I think RoboCop could probably take Chappie in a fight. Chappie's a ninja. Does that make RoboCop a pirate? No. I think of the two, RoboCop is a pirate, though. Right? 
There's no subtlety to Robocop. He's the loud, flashy guy. He's just gonna walk in. I wanna go to bed. A xenomorph is a ninja, and a predator is also a ninja. Can I get a list of the intellectual property owned by Metro Goldwyn Mayer? Is that a thing I can get? No. Film, film, film series. Film series. Um, James Bond. Pink Panther. Rocky. Poltergeist. Robocop. Secret of Nim. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Uh, basically, Legally a blonde. whole bunch of shit that you haven't heard from in 15 years. Highest grossing films. Show me the highest grossing films. Skyfall. Skyfall. It's all James Bond, obviously. Rocky Four. Rocky Four is the first non-James Bond movie on here, and it's number seven. Um, then we go back to two more James Bonds. Then we go back to Rocky. I kind of like. <clears throat> there's some really good GI Joe movies, which has given me a weird affection for GI Joe as a franchise. Where I like wish they would do something with I don't it. Don't care. Never. I saw that first GI Joe. No, 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 not GI Joe movies. GI Joe comics. <clears throat> there are some really good GI Joe comics, is what I meant to say, which makes me wish that I cared about GI Joe as a franchise more. I That's... saw that first GI Joe movie from like twenty. 10 2011 um if you had to make a uh space jam with mgm characters what are you making burn notice with james bond okay yeah i don't like <laughs> just make burn notice with james bond it's a great show i think that the burn notice is a fun show but the guy who stars in it is the most like I am standing here really, and reading I'm my really lines. I'm really serious about this. Yeah, he's great. He, he doesn't know how to act. That's what makes him fantastic because he does act. He's just He doesn't know how to play his character, but his character knows how to play 17 other characters. But he's and just, that's fun. He's just standing there reading his lines. I felt like I've only that's, seen like I only kind of what acting is. <laughs> but he's doing it. He's doing a bad job of it. I felt like, I think, but I, then I, I think liked. It's very fun to watch. I've only seen ten episodes. I I thought everything around him was so much better than the main guy. I mean, you have a TV show where Bruce Campbell is the secondary protagonist, right? So I felt like Bruce Campbell was carrying that show. Sometimes he is. Yeah. But Burn Notice, fun show. You want to guess how many seasons it got? Six seasons in a movie? Is that your final answer? Uh, no, I'm going to go with eight seasons. Um, seven. Seven! Damn it! <clears throat> and a movie! And a movie! Damn it! I should have said seven seasons in a movie! Well, Fuck! Well, well. Okay, tell me about this film. It's not about him. It's oh. about Bruce Campbell. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But it's directed by Burn Notice. What? Yes. It's directed by Jeffrey Donovan, who played Michael Weston. Huh. What else has he been in? Uh... Whole lot of nothing. Hitch! He's in Hitch. He's in... Man... Will Smith got done dirty, I feel like. He was in... 
bunch of stuff. He's been working this whole time, and I've never seen any of these or heard of them. TV, he was on, he does, the, you know, <clears throat> he was on Law & Order for two episodes. He's on a couple episodes of Monk, it looks like. Yes. He plays a guy in Monk. He shows up in CSI Miami. Yeah. He's in that kind of cycle. You know, yeah. he's going to show up in whatever. He's in Witchblade. You know about Witchblade? I don't know about Witchblade. Look at that logo. That's stupid. But that that is the most ran from 2001 to 2002 type of logo. What am I looking at? It's a comic book. Hi, I'm Todd McFarlane, creator of Spawn. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Look at this. She's so simultaneously over and under designed. Yeah. I guess that's what the live action TV show looks like. Huh. I might watch that. Okay. That looks goofy. This looks like the most, oh, Buffy's popular. Uh, but not sexy enough. Yeah, let's make a sexy Buffy, see if we can, like, get... Did you know Witchblade has an anime adaptation? I do now. kind of horny for mouths. I have Why some questions. Why is her ass like that? <laughs> I have some questions. Why her ass look like that? Why now her... we're just looking at hentai. You've got us. That's in... not hentai. Why her boob look like that? Why booby look like that? <laughs> Why booby look like that? That's that one's good. Yeah, no, these, but it is a bit much. We're just looking at images and narrating. See, this, this is, is this looks like part. fun. This looks dumb as hell. You're talking about the 2001 show now. Yeah. Kind of getting some monstrous vibes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I'm ending the podcast. I'm ending but our look marriage. Look at her! Look at I'm, her! Oh, I'm so done with you. I, it, the reason I hate it is because I see what you're talking about. <laughs> That's why I'm so upset. Uh, We're done here. We're gonna become Witchblade stands. You're gonna become <laughs> Witchblade stands. I will not. Goodbye, everybody. This is uh, the last survivor of the USCSS export signing off. That's all, folks.